This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, July 31st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Conway hits the road. Northy happy with MFP sign-up. And senators call for speedy USMCA consideration. Conaway expected to announce retirement. First, it was Senate Ag Chairman Pat Roberts, and now former House Ag Chairman Mike Conaway is going to retire. Conaway, who is now the ranking Republican on House Ag, has scheduled a news conference for today. A source tells AgriPulse Conaway plans to announce he won't seek re-election from his Texas district in 2020. His spokeswoman said his office would not comment until after the news conference. Glenn Thompson, a Republican of Pennsylvania, is second in seniority to Conaway on House Ag among Republicans. Warren Sanders fend off criticism. They're too far left. Senator Elizabeth Warren vigorously defended her sweeping trade policy during a debate last night in Detroit, where she and Senator Bernie Sanders were repeatedly accused of pushing extreme policies that would endanger Democrats in 2020. Warren, earlier this week, proposed to impose stiff new standards for negotiating new trade agreements and enforcement measures to counter other countries' trading practices. Maryland Representative John Delaney said that Warren's plan was so extreme it would isolate America from the rest of the world. Warren shot back that what Delaney said was extreme was having trade deals negotiated by American workers for American workers. Sanders quickly came to Warren's defense, saying he had fought every trade deal Congress had considered while he's been there. At another point, former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper alluded to President Trump's ongoing trade war with China. Why is it that soybean farmers in Iowa need 10 good years to get back to where they were? MFP sign-up going smoothly. Farmers apparently are moving quickly to sign up for the 2019 version of the market facilitation program. That's the Trump administration's trade assistance package. We're happy with what we're hearing from Farm Service Agency field offices, said Bill Northey, USDA Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation. He said folks are showing up at offices and the software is working. Oh, by the way. The Environmental Working Group has released an analysis of the 2018 MFP payments that highlights the relatively large payments that some farmers were getting. Eighty-two farmers have received more than a half million dollars in payments, according to the EWG. Now, keep in mind, those were the 2018 MFP payments. In many cases, the 19 program's payments could be significantly larger if all three tranches are released. The question is whether the public will care. Commodity program could be extended. U.S. Department of Agriculture plans to begin the new enrollment period for two main commodity programs, that price loss coverage and the agriculture risk coverage, in September. Northey says the sign-up period will likely continue until after the harvest. He said, quote, certainly if we're going to start right ahead of the harvest, we need to have it open for a while after the harvest so that folks have enough time to get to the office and get signed up. This year's sign-up will lock producers into either ARC or PLC through 2020. Now, for more on the new MFP payments, plus the latest on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade deal and a look at the shortage of U.S. customs inspectors, I'll be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Hearing throws spotlight on rush for USMCA. 
While it wasn't unanimous, the core message from lawmakers and witnesses at a Senate Finance Committee hearing yesterday was a sense of urgency for ratification of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa, who has previously been respectful of negotiations between House Democrats and the Trump administration over demands to alter the trade pact, called for congressional action when lawmakers come back from recess in September. Grassley stressed that every day that passes is another day that the USMCA benefits go unrealized, and he urged House Democrats and U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer to focus on their specific concerns and propose solutions in short order that we can pass USMCA. House Ways and Means Committee Chair Richard Neal told reporters Friday that he would be in contact with Lighthizer through the August recess and holding teleconferences with other House Democrats to speed up the negotiating process. Trump wants U.S.-Brazil trade pact. President Trump took uh, the bond he shares with Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro, the so-called Trump of Brazil, to a new level, saying the two countries would forge a free trade agreement. Yeah, we're going to work on a free trade agreement with Brazil, Trump told reporters yesterday. Brazil is another big trading partner. They charge us a lot of tariffs, but other than that, we love the relationship. Brazil earlier this year agreed to lift its ban on American pork and set up an annual 750,000 metric ton tariff rate quota for U.S. wheat. Foreign currency bill seen as boon for farmers. A bill being introduced today by Senator Tammy Baldwin, a Democrat of Wisconsin, and Josh Hawley, a Republican of Missouri, could boost farm exports by holding down the value of the dollar. The Competitive Dollar for Jobs and Prosperity Act, or CDJPA, would hit foreign investments in the U.S. with a market access charge and strategically slow the flood of foreign capital that is currently driving up the dollar's value to non-competitive levels. That according to a National Farmers Union analysis of the bill. If the U.S. dollar were realigned, our agriculture exports would be more competitive on the world market. That the word of NFU President Roger Johnson. SNAP error rate moves up following scandals. The payment error rate for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program increased in fiscal 18 from 6.3 to 6.8% following a series of scandals involving states that reported rates lower than they actually were. Because of those scandals, Congress used the 2018 Farm Bill to eliminate bonuses that states could get for reducing error rates. USDA is living standards on eight states and D.C. as a result of the error rates. Michigan is getting the largest sanctions at $10.5 million, followed by Virginia at $3.8 million. The error rate measures both overpayments and underpayments made by states and is not considered a measure of fraud. FCC gets pushback on rural health plan. Thirteen senators are urging the Federal Communications Commission to hold off on making changes to its rural health care program until it takes steps to reduce confusion among rural health practitioners and broadband providers. Senators Ron Wyden, an Oregon Democrat, John Hoven, a Republican from North Dakota, and 11 others told FCC Chairman Ajit Pai at a letter he needs to address the adequacy of funding in the program and clarify program requirements. 
In June 2018, the FCC raised the funding cap of the program from $400 million to $570 million. But even that amount is insufficient to address continued growth of the program, according to the Senators. The FCC is scheduled to consider the matter on Thursday. Here's today's He Said It. We're giving some money to our farmers who have been really targeted by China to do a number on them. And because they like me, the farmers like me, and I love the farmers, and I will say that the farmers are very grateful. That President Donald Trump. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, July 31st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.